Okay. So here we are starting inside a hostel. Look at this. Really early in the morning. BK is a good early morning riser. And uh, so we're following BK Lee out of the hostel in Puente La Reina, out into the early dawn with bird song and up the steps. And uh, as he sets off on his day five on the Camino to Santiago. This is my day 19. I am walking the Camino on my treadmill in Galway, Ireland. Following in the footsteps of BK Lee, also retracing my own steps on the Camino, which I did um, a few years ago. I'm getting mixed up with years at the moment. Probably something to do with this whole COVID lockdown situation. Let me move my mic here. So, uh, nothing planned today. Oh, forgot to hold my phone, I have it now. Um, might look up a list in a while. Uh, hello, Juan Camino. So, uh, he's talking Korean here, I think, can we? Uh, I've been slowing down a bit in the last few, um, my last few Caminos in terms of, I mean, speech-wise or having much to say. <laughs> Great, I'm only, what am I in? If today's day 19. Well, if it was day 20, I'd be one eighth through it. What's that? 12.6666666 repeating percent. And uh, where will it all end? It will end with me in complete silence, which means I will have achieved enlightenment. And if you've achieved it too, maybe you'll just listen to the silence or the sound of the treadmill with me. Um, I'm doing this in the morning before work, which is, uh, yeah, I nearly didn't do it. And I realized I had to. I've got, um, got work to do, a funeral to go to, just to show up outside. I won't be going inside because of lockdown. Uh, more work to do, and uh, met my writing deadline last night. I say I met it for my novel, for the editor I'm working with. I submitted 3,000 unedited words, whereas on a good week or on a good day, I would um, submit 5,000 loosely edited words. So is this the beginning of the end? or the end of the beginning. I don't think that even makes sense. I'm gonna turn down the volume here. Okay, oops, too much. Okay, that's better. There's just, traffic was a bit loud in my ears there. Uh, I found a way of adjusting the volume, yeah, without going near the headphones. Anytime I touch the headphones, there's disaster. The video goes, jumps either to the start or this one or the next one, and I panic and have to re sync everything later and uh, I need this to be as hassle-free as possible for me. Oh, you hear some lively voices. I tell you, I do not have a lively voice in the morning. That's for sure. I am not a morning person, as you may have noticed. I got the sad lamp on in front of me, which helps my mood apparently. Apparently, actually, it's meant to be higher than you, so that psychologically it feels like the sun. I just realized mine is at eye level because I mounted it on top of my uh, treadmill because I'm not the handiest of people. So now that I know it's meant to be higher, of course, I'm fixating on that. Fixating is another of my superpowers. Anyway, 
Let's put my phone on mute. Because as you may know, I get barraged with calls from admirers and all sorts of things all the time. And uh, can't, uh, can't cope with it anymore. So yeah, I guess I'm disappointed with not putting in 5,000 words for my book, but you know, there's people with worse problems than that. I dare say that's not my most pressing problem, although at the moment it's an important thing in my life. I'm really hitting that brick wall that I always hit halfway through a novel. Actually, I'm more than halfway through. Let's acknowledge that, I guess, I'm more than halfway through. Mm. No, I, I'm more like halfway through. Well, I won't get into the numbers, I won't bore you any further, but uh, either way, give or take. And uh, just this voice that's saying I can't do it. You know, I can't reconcile the elements of the story. And at the moment, that's probably more important than, you know, the writing style or anything. But the last couple of scenes I wrote, yeah, because I'm not clear what's going on with the character, I'm kind of stuck. Uh, here's a nice little church here. It's a steeple. <coughs> Kids running around and playing. So anyway, wish me luck with the book. That's, that's straight out of Father Ted. Good luck with the book for anyone who's seen Father Ted. Oh, do you hear that bird song? That's nice. Yeah, some nice um, old sort of buildings here with archways and things. If I knew anything about architecture, I could describe them. going under an archway. I can report that much. We are going under an archway. Let's put my speed up a bit. So, uh, here, here I am now. Entertain you. I feel that's what you're saying. We've listened to your comments and uh, We've listened to your complaints about the show, and we can assure you that our staff members are doing everything within their possibility, within the realms of possibility, to address your concerns. Um, so some of the complaints we've received is our, is our <laughs> bad grammar. That's one of the complaints. Um, this, this show is boring, it's going nowhere. Okay, we'll have a look at that. Um, the host is so self-absorbed. He just rants on about his boring life with his cats and his treadmill and his bloody sad lamp. Okay, that's from Paul in Chichester. And uh, we have one from Amy in uh, Chattanooga, Georgia, I think it says. Um, sorry, the note's a bit blurred. Let me have a look. Oh, um, hard to read this. So she says, Amy from Chattanooga, Georgia, New, uh, USA, says, uh, at first I thought, oh, this will be hot because He's got an Irish accent, but that soon wore off. Will he ever finish that bloody novel already? I am sick of hearing about it. Oh, okay. Don't hold back, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. Buen Camino. Buen Camino. Actually, some of our listeners suggest this would work better as a musical. Uh, singing on the on the treadmill the whole way through. Oh, there's a cafe on the left. He must have had breakfast already. I'd be going straight in there now. I have uh, totally lost my sense 
where we are on the Camino. I feel like, and of course every night I say, or every day I'll research this, figure out where BK is in relation to me, and I never do. But Puente La Reina, <coughs> I'll have to check this. I think, no, but he's doing it by days and he hasn't skipped a day. I just feel that we've missed a big chunk of my story. Uh, but maybe not, you know. The Camino's a bit of a blur to me anyway. So, Puente La Reina. There's a lot of places with Reina or something in there, you know, something to do with the king. A lot of places, Gavilla, there's something. That's what, the town of whatever. Yeah. I hope you're not coming here for Spanish lessons. Uh, I think we've pretty much clarified that if you're coming here for life coaching, you're in big trouble. If this is where you end up, if this is your final resource for life coaching. <laughs> Actually, I'm, so hop on board there. Jump on the old treadmill there. Sure. We'll go down together, says you. Okay, lots of people out and about now. Lots of peregrinos, pilgrims. Oh yeah. So, you know, right now I just, if I see a cafe, I just want to go in and stop, even though it's, I'm not actually there. I've already had breakfast, but I need another coffee. So I will be straight after this coffee shower work and yes hopefully show my face outside the funeral my colleague's father here we come to a square on the left Buen Camino I'm just constantly feeling that this is further on in the Camino than I expected but don't go by me and uh, I might have to look up my notes. I'm trying to do, oh, hold on now. I'm trying to do today without notes, but I did have, something came into my mind that I've written down on my notes. Yesterday's feature where we discussed um, the two scientists who discovered that the universe was imploding and then once they did their calculations, they realized there was only like eight seconds left. Hey, that tragic story, although these people are singing, by the way. But, uh, Buen Camino, beep, 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 beep. Peregrino coming through. So, uh, anyway, yeah. You, is it a tragic story if the whole universe is wiped out? Well, this, known universe. Let's not get into multiverse theory this early in the morning. I don't know. You know, is there tragedy if everybody's wiped out at the same time, painlessly? Then, as a, as a, um, what's the word? A narcissist, but I'm, I'm trying to put an, uh, Adjective, an adjective before that, as a, a narcissist in training, shall we say, <clears throat> and a certified bona fide, am I pronouncing that right? Um, solipsist, which by my understanding means someone who thinks the world just exists to, you know, it, because I'm in it, and everything I see just exists. For me, I mean, it's a reasonable enough conclusion. I haven't uh, come across anything to disabuse me of that notion yet. I thought he said some bad words there, that guy, but maybe not. They're all very exuberant. So yeah, if we all get wiped out at the same time, I think as a solipsist, I'm like, yeah, that's how I want it you know, things to go. Um, when it comes to my time to go, I'm like, come on, 
let's do this together. Well, it would really confirm my solipsism, but I wouldn't really be around to to um, go see, I told you. Okay, we've just passed, was there a cut there or something? Because suddenly the sound of the noisy people is gone. And I can confirm that BK Lee from Korea is walking now across, is it a bridge? I can't see too well. I've got the sad lamp in my eyes. I must mount that sad lamp higher. Now that I know it has to go higher, that's all I can think about. So anyway, that was a story yesterday and it's amazing how I managed to stretch out one story. Don't go anywhere though. Um, back after these, after this short announcement from our sponsors, I'll be talking about, without even looking at my notes, I made some note about Hitler farting, okay? So, after the, after the break, we'll be back with a report about Hitler farting. Uh, I, was, I don't know where, it was one of those ideas I had early in the morning when, I mean, my brain is in, I think they call it a beta state where it's half awake, half asleep. And uh, maybe I farted. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Uh, I'm going nuclear here, okay? When you run out of things to say, um, and I certainly forget about deep stuff. That ain't happening today, okay? Yeah, I know you're thinking it never happened before, but like, we're going full on shallow today. And when you run out of things to say, you cannot beat, I think, well, we'll find out, fart anecdotes. I mean, the first joke ever told, I've thought about this. Not even, it wasn't so much told, but the first joke, I think, was, pro was probably a caveman farting. But then, like, I mean, when did humor evolve? I presume farts are older than humor. I mean, I suppose it's reasonable to assume that, uh, that in the past, prehistoric days. I, I can't remember all the prehistory stuff, but they've like Neanderthals, Cro-Magnon man, etc, etc. Like, I presume they were just going around about their daily business and farting and nobody reacted at all. They're just probably farting the whole time, not even holding it in. Does this qualify as explicit? The word fart and discussions of said act. We'll find out if I get barred, I guess. Um, flatulence. No, even the word fart is funny. I don't know, is it funny in other languages? <laughs> Actually, I met these, uh, when I was in Russia years ago, met these um, English guys who were touring around uh, Eastern Europe. And they said they had been in Poland. <laughs> It sounds like they made it up, but they said there was a burger joint and they had a burger <laughs> called a fart burger. <laughs> uh, they were pretty serious. So, yeah, it was called a fart burger. <laughs> oh, a beep. Gotta beep that out just before 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. Language. So. Um, yeah, the fart burger. I don't know if it still exists. So anyway, <laughs> the fart burger. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You see, farts are funny. But I was on a um, one of those courses I did in England that I talk about occasionally. This was a tantra course, and let me just have some water here. And everybody, I meet a lot of nice people on these courses. And, few of them are quite genuine, I think, but uh, sometimes it's just all a little po-faced. Now, admittedly, I probably cracked too many jokes, especially on the first Tantra course I was on, which was partly because my Alexapro medication I was on slightly higher dose than I'm on now. 
that actually is one of the side effects. It's kind of being a little high and <laughs> making not so much inappropriate jokes, but inappropriate timing, timing-wise rather than content-wise. So, mea culpa, but still, a few of the really um, spiritual people were, I don't think, took too kindly to it. But quite a few people came up to me, both during and after the course, and said thank you for making them laugh. So I think, I mean, surely, first of all, I don't buy this thing of I'm spiritual and he's spiritual, she's not, he is, or whatever. It's like, come on. Either we're all spiritual or nobody is. You know, doesn't mean we're spiritually healthy or unhealthy or aware or unaware. Sure, that's that's a different thing. But once you start saying, I'm spiritual and I hang out with spiritual people, give me a break. I don't buy it, I don't buy it. I say that, but I secretly, I probably think I'm more spiritual than you. Or more, uh, I'm more spiritually healthy than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, you're more physically healthy, but it's so soulless going around the world running marathons. Why can't you be like me? Just, you know, barely able to do like four kilometers a day on my treadmill. Yeah? Because I'm, my mind is consumed with other things, with spiritual things. Anyway, farts. So, yeah. So, <laughs> the course in um, Tantra, of course, where we were based in uh, Somerset, in a place where that served all uh, home cooked vegan food. Really good vegan food, I have to say. But that definitely, you know, a lot of pulses and everything, that definitely contributed to more flatulence, I think it's safe to say. So I was in the hot tub with, I was going to say a colleague, with um, a roommate of mine on the course, so also a fellow attendee, obviously. And uh, and uh, we um, were chatting away. He said something about, he was saying something semi-deep slash spiritual. <laughs> and in the middle of the sentence, he farted. And we just both burst out laughing, and I just thought, you know, sometimes those moments, I have caught myself. Yeah, at some stage years ago, I remember having some deep spiritual thought, and just immediately afterwards farting and laughing, and something very zen about that, you know, and disarming. And actually, uh, on that course, then I decided I was going to write a book um, of fart jokes or fart anecdotes. And uh, like many of my ideas, I never got round to it yet. Um, I think I kind of refined the idea into maybe just people telling funny anecdotes from their life. Because you know, you get like different books where they have one story for each day of the year and I might do this I shouldn't be talking about it here but then again it all depends on how many listeners I have but just funny anecdotes that if you got collected those from all over the world just little funny things that happened to us maybe at times at serious times sometimes you know even even in the midst of tragedy you can have humor. That's one thing I think sometimes is lacking in um, in some historical fiction, not in all. I'm thinking actually, okay, I'm gonna be harder on this because it's Irish, sort of. Uh, Wind That Shakes the Barley, about the film about the Irish um, Civil War, which I never learned much about the Irish Civil War in school. I think there was a paragraph on it. In my father's day, there was nothing on it. There's people who grew up not knowing about it. I just knew, oh yeah, it was a paragraph. I wasn't really listening. And then in later life, kind of figured out more. So the film was was actually for someone who's 
who has not really delved into that enough, you know, like me. The film was good from that point of view, and quite dramatic at times, but it was kind of humorless, and I just feel that in Ireland, we do have a sense of humor, and we do have gallows humor, and I feel like even back then there would have been humor. Would there have been during the famine? I imagine at the worst of it, maybe not. I'm thinking of Laszlo's hierarchy of needs. I'm not gonna get all, all educated sounding here because uh, most people, are, a lot of people are familiar with that anyway, but yeah, I guess, yeah, when your basic needs like that aren't met, there's probably not much room for humor, but I don't know, during the war of independence and the civil war and all those times, and all wars, surely, well, I guess when you see some really bad atrocities, maybe there's no room for humor. Anyway, maybe it's just as well I didn't direct when the sixth of Arlie. Um, God, I'm suddenly forgetting his name and he's famous. Um, I was gonna say Ken Burns, that's a totally different guy. He's like kind of socialist English filmmaker. See, this is me in the mornings. Brain worse than usual. Uh, you've got, in England, there's Mike Lee, then there's this guy, oh my God. Kathy Come Home was one of his famous films. Raining Stones. I liked his earlier films. Loved Kathy Come Home. Kez, Kez. Oh my God, what is his name? This is so embarrassing. Anyway, I'm really going off. How do we get from farts to when the shakes the barley? Oh, I have to remember his name, hold on now. Of course, when you try hard, you want English socialist filmmaker. Is it Ken something? Oh, man. Kathy come home, Raining Stones. Mike Lee, it's not him, but a similar kind of... Well, he's a bit older than Mike Lee, actually. Uh, okay, moving on. I thought they could have had some humor in that. Uh, one line I would have had, one of the guys asked another guy, how are the hunger strikers doing? How are the hunger strikers? And he answers earnestly, oh, they're, they're doing well, they're doing well. I would have, as I said, maybe just as well I wasn't involved in this project. Funnily enough, they didn't come knocking down my doors asking me to be involved. I'm not even that great at dialogue, I would say. But I would have had, how are the hunger strikers? Oh, hungry or starving. That's just me. But surely we had a sense of humor then. Anyway, so I'm on this course, okay. <laughs> a lot of farting going on, which I found hilarious. But I also think if there is such a thing as a spiritual journey, surely it can't be all po-faced. Let's face it, mainly white, middle class, um, I was going to say self-absorbed people. There, I just said it. I include myself in that. Let's just say the version of so-called spirituality conjured up by white middle-class people. Uh, damn it. <laughs> if it can't incorporate farting, I'm out. Okay, I'm out. Oh man. Ah. Conversation happening here. Did he say he was in Ireland? Oh, this, I must remember this. I must remember to keep the levels up for this. He, did he say he dances? Well. Got to listen in here. This is uh, more interesting than me. 
Oh, swing dance, swing dance. BK, my man. Oh, woo. I like it. I used to do, <laughs> used to tread the boards myself, a bit of salsa dancing. Sorry, making it all about me. But yeah, better dancing, good for the soul. When I did salsa, I was way too uptight. Much more relaxed now. But I'm out of that scene. I feel uptight thinking about going back to it. Okay, obviously I'm still uptight. So, now, no further interruptions. Can I get back to talking about farting? Thank you. Let's just have some water first. So, yes, farting. If you run a spiritual course, spiritual in quotation marks, and you feed everyone vegan food, there will be farting. So I think you have to embrace that. I dare say there probably is already some spirituality of farting. But the idea I woke up with the other day was something about Hitler farting. And, oh, mind you, he was vegetarian. Yeah. God, I don't want to... feels weird joking about Hitler, but I mean, I'm hardly the first to do it. But just... Or Stalin or any of these dictators. Like, farting... If, if Hitler farted, you're in the middle of like a real serious meeting and he's planning all this world domination and military strategies or whatever, and shouting like in that scene in Downfall. You know the one, oh God, Bruno Gantz. He's great, he's also in my favorite film, Wings of Desire. I haven't even talked about that yet, have I? Maybe a little, I'll, I'll have to do a whole episode on Wings of Desire. Just, uh, that's right, so, don't go anywhere. That's coming up sometime in the next uh, 120 days or more. So, um, yeah, the scene in Downfall that gets put up on the internet a lot and people put their own translations onto it, their own subtitles, where Hitler's shouting, like, imagine that scene. See, I could do that, but that's been done to death. I could go up and put subtitles on it and then have Hitler fart. But would you, would you know it was him? Anyway. But, yeah, what was that like? How did people react? Like, did Hitler kind of laugh and did they all laugh? Or was it like, oh no, mustn't laugh? Was it like that scene in Life of Brian when the guy is talking, the Roman guy talking about his friend Biggest Dickus? What's so funny about Biggest Thicketh. I've got a friend in Wome called Biggest Thicketh. Wasn't that it? He wanks very highly in Wome, I'd have you know. <laughs> and all the centurions <laughs> are trying not to laugh. I mean, infantile humour, I feel there'll always be some place for it. And back to farts, like, surely that has to have been the first joke. But when... When did someone suddenly decide it was funny? I mean, probably has something... Oh, what's happening here? BK is talking to someone, or to himself. Um, so, farts. Um, now, BK dis distracted me. BK, are, are you finished? Hmm? Hmm? What? Are you finished? Can, may we continue now? Thank you. Okay. He was shaking his sticks there in front of the camera. Was that a sign to me to say continue? Okay. Must have been. So, I'll just take some more water. And I'll put my speed up to 4.5. Let's go crazy here. And I'll put the fan on low. So... <clears throat> Gonna be cutting it tight, getting to work after this, even though, it's, no, I mean, I work from home, so that's not too bad. But, um, farting, Hitler farting, what was that like? Then I was thinking of King Kim Jong-un, if I'm pronouncing it right, beloved leader of Korea. I have a feeling 
Oh, she's looking at him. Someone just kind of walked in front of BK and looked at him, and then he continued. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Kim Jong-un, I have a feeling he must be, well, I was going to say he must be on a vegan diet, but he doesn't look like it. And from what I hear, he just, he eats whatever he wants, smokes a lot of cigarettes. I think he drinks a lot too. But I have come to the theory, and maybe the uh, US intelligence will be interested in this. They might be able to do something with it. I think he farts a lot. I think he has a flatulence problem. But I think he's good natured about it. Because you look at all those pictures. Do you ever see those pictures of him like he's after? setting off a nuclear test or he's checking some new factory or whatever Wellington factory or whatever the latest big move forward in North Korea he's always grinning and laughing there's these guys around him and you know the guys with the notebooks there to take down all his great ideas but they're all I think I think it probably happened by accident the first time but they were taking a picture and everyone was being serious and then he farted and then, well, they were afraid to laugh, but then he burst out laughing. And then they laughed. Maybe he executed one of them after. Uh, but that was more because he didn't like him. But then, uh, maybe he always executes them when they laugh. But it's so funny. <laughs> they can't help themselves. So maybe they're laughing and going, this is hilarious, but I know I'm about to get blown to bits by a bazooka missile. Apparently that's how he killed at least one of his um, enemies. Had him tied up and a bazooka fired at him. Oh, horrible. So BK has a walking mate here. Okay, because I see double shadow. That was a very short conversation earlier about swing dance. Um, <clears throat> which means I'll have to keep talking about farting. Sorry about this, folks. If BK uh, uh, will come back to that, uh, BK has stopped speaking for the moment. Uh, we'll come back to him if he continues to speak. Uh, just the basic points, talking points and that was he, he did some swing dance in the past. He's been to a few places in Europe. Uh, I'll hand it over to our experts, ask them what they think. Oh, hold on. We're, we're going back. Uh, oi. Oh, I don't know what... Okay, so, okay, we'll go back to the studio now, uh, BK doesn't know, that's all we got from that, uh, do I want to call him one of my experts, who's my favorite expert from CNN, Abby Phillips, oh, yeah, I like her, uh, I like I like them all, though. Gloria Berger. I have to admit, I love when Scaramucci comes on. <laughs> He's just got that New York thing going on. I like him. I find him entertaining. Anyway, is the mooch there? No, no. Okay, so no commentary on what PK was saying there. Back to farts. So I reckon that... Uh, Kim Jong-un, I'm not sure exactly, maybe it happened once by accident, uh, but maybe now they make it a thing, and he just, as they're taking the pictures, good morning, buen camino, oh, let's put the fan up here, so as they're taking the pictures, and they got the guys out with the notebooks, I think some Irish politicians should take note of that, oh, hold on, Back to the press conference here. Okay.
level two. Twenty-five degree. Oh. This is interesting. Ah, uh, I. A type. Dorsey walking. I've heard of that. Okay. Scandinavian. Scandinavian. <laughs> okay, well, uh, back to the studio here. We've got our commentators on. We've got, we've got the Mooch on the line. So, uh, Moochie, Anthony, what do you make of that? I mean, what are we to take from that? Uh, BK is saying uh, something about the sticks at 45 degree angles, something about Durdi walking. Then his uh, Australian counterpart comes in and says, uh, yeah, I've heard of that. I mean, what do we take away from that, Moochie? Well, uh, I don't know, it's like, you know, I think he's, uh, hold on, my phone is going off here. <laughs> oh, buddy. Once my, my phone is almost doing this. Uh, okay, so, I don't know what to make of it. I think it's like a secret code or something. So I, I'd, I'd be worried, I'd be worried. Uh, uh, who am I talking to? Aaron, Aaron Burnett. I'd be worried about that, this dirty walking. I haven't heard of it, but it uh, can't be good. Okay, well, thanks, uh, Anthony. Uh, let's go out front. That's what uh, Aaron Burnett always says. I love that, you, you never get that on Irish newscasts. They've got, you know all the names of the shows, The Situation Room with Wolf Blitzer. And they always have that orchestral music. Da 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 da. No, let's <clears throat> let's try again. Da 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 da. And it's, you're in the Situation Room. Breaking news. They always have nothing but breaking news. It is so exciting. And then Erin Burnett. She's a bit calmer. But then she's, she's a little more acerbic as well than Wolfie. But she always, she announces all her headlines and then at the end she goes, let's go out front. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It's like Wolf says, you're in the situation room. I'm like, oh yeah, bring it on. And then Erin Burnett, let's go out front. Oh yeah, this is so exciting. This is better than the movies. I don't really know what the others have, I mean, Anderson Cooper, 360, he doesn't have a catchphrase, does he? Uh, Chris Cuomo, Don Lemon, this is, they're on later, especially by Irish Times. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, all I can think of is the Situation Room, which in a Northern Irish accent would, what would that be? The Situation Room? No, I'm, scrap that, scrap that. Uh, situation. We got a situation. I used to play poker with this group in Galway. Small stakes, not not the kind of game you'd lose your house or anything. It was good fun, but there was one guy, it was Texas Hold'em poker. So Texas Hold'em, you know, that's the one you would have seen on TV a lot, became popular in the last 20 years or so. Um, 20, 30 years. It's always been around, but that's that's the one that was big on TV there for a while. Buen Camino. But uh, there's one guy who would fold on everything. Like on his first, you just, you bet on the first two cards, which are your own private cards. And then the rest of the cards are face up. I, I love that about Texas Hold'em. I, I prefer that to like, What's it? Five card draw. The kind of regular poker I learned when I was a kid. Where you discard your cards and get more cards. Texas Hold'em, I love the fact that people share cards because it really makes you think your whole computation is based around what I have and then what he or she may have based on what's on the board. So if this, you know, if I've got two kings, a good pair of kings, 
that's good. But then if there's an ace on the board and someone's raising, very good chance they have two aces, obviously. So yeah, uh, enough about that. And also, if you're coming to me looking for poker tips, you're in serious trouble. So, uh, we're in the situation room. Don't go anywhere, we're in the situation room. And then, let's go out front. <laughs> oh man, it's so cool. You think I get sick of it, but every time I'm like, yeah, bring it on. Uh, which probably isn't the way news should be, but let's not delve into that today. So anyway, sorry, the Mooch didn't have much to say about BK's conversation there. I think, well, hold on a sec now. Surely Aaron Burnett or Wolf Blitzer could introduce, let's see, my breaking news. <laughs> and it's breaking in more ways than one. <laughs> okay, so, uh, what's that? North Korean leader believed to have flatulence problem. Breaking in breaking news. Uh, coming up after these, don't go anywhere. Let's go out front. <laughs> breaking news, get it? He's breaking wind. <laughs> I mean, they could kind of introduce that as one of their humorous stories. You know, when they do that warm, kind of laughy voice? <laughs> well, in other news, <laughs> in other news, breaking news, or should I say breaking wind news, Kim Jong-un is reported to have a flatulence problem. Experts believe this is why everybody's laughing in the photographs. I remember hearing, uh, there's a podcast I used to love. Here's a couple of people. Buen Camino. A couple of peregrinos. So, uh, there was a show called The Bryant Park Project on an NPR show, I loved that show. But they were doing news once and they had a news item about um, uh, um, that they got from BBC about a Japanese woman who had spent, I don't know, 20 years sleeping in someone else's wardrobe. I uh, should I say, unbeknownst to the other person. But what amused, what tickled the NPR Brian Park presenter I think it was Mike Pascoe, is that his name? Or is that someone totally different? Anyway. Uh, what amused them was, uh, oh, the way the BBC presenter said it. You know, it's like, a Japanese woman has been found sleeping in someone's wardrobe for 20 years. Like that's such classic BBC Radio 4 delivery. Compared to, you know, yeah. The Americans definitely put a bit of a chuckle in there. So uh, he was as amused by her delivery as the story. And uh, oh, I've got a little bone to pick with, is it Mike Pascoe, Pascoe, Pascoe? Anyway, you never know. I went, in my days on Twitter, I said to him once, hey, I loved you, I loved you on the Brian Park project. Any chance it's coming back? And he just replied, no. No, that was it. And I sort of hated him ever since. <laughs> I know. I, I forgive you, Mike Basco, if that's your name. I forgive you. Uh, go in peace with my blessings. So, uh, the Pope was in Iraq actually at the moment. That just popped into my head when I was doing the, my I forgive you thing. Um, now, that's a whole other story. So, I think we've established that Kim Jong-un definitely has a flatulence problem. And I'm just trying to figure out though, do the guys with the notebooks get killed for laughing? Or is it okay? Are they allowed? Or is it like, for a while it's okay, but then every so often he'll execute one of them? But it's like, then if you don't laugh, see, I mean, if, if, if the beloved leader is laughing at his own fart and you're not laughing, surely you get executed for that. It's a fine line. What would I do? What would I do in that situation? 
You could try on a Mona Lisa type smile, but I don't think that's gonna crack it. <laughs> crack it, you get it? Um, I don't know. I'm a good, used to be good at people pleasing. I still have the, I still have it, I like to think. So I reckon I'd, I'd, I'd work out a way. Um, just, I'd have a nuanced response. Um, but the guys with the notebooks, I think uh, if I was a politician in Ireland, I'd start doing that. You know, I think, I think it's a good look. You've got people around you with notebooks. It's like, you know, it's really good PR. They're taking down all the stuff you're saying because you're just like brim full of ideas, chock, chock full of ideas for how to fix this country. Um, I, I, I think I'd make a better dictator. Like, just people disagreeing with me and stuff, I just sort of back down. I'm not great in arguments. But if I was a dictator and if I could just automatically have them executed, I feel that uh, they'd be nicer to me. And, um, but I'd be kind of sly about it, you know, I'd kind of laugh, I'd be kind of chuckling along with them. For instance, if they laugh at my fart or something. And then I'd, I'd have to have a kind of, like the James Caan character in um, Godfather. What do they call him, consigliere or something? I'd have my right-hand man, or woman, and I'd say to them slightly, yeah, okay. Execute them at once in that bizarre accent. Not sure where that came from. Actually, I am. I came from an Irish film I saw that was set. A low-budget, homemade, kind of Super 8 film. Guy made set during the Second World War, and one of the lines was that, execute them at once. It was sort of half German, half Irish. Execute them at once. Or something like that. Um, so yeah, you think I'd get more out of farts, it's just to have some more water. Um, I don't think I'll do a book on fart jokes, maybe one on humorous stories. Uh, maybe I'll do a book on this Camino on a treadmill. I'll uh, certainly get all the, I'm getting transcripts for all of it. So uh, watch this space. The publishers are clamoring for my attention. I tell them, just bide your time. This isn't all about money for me, because I'm very spiritual. God, in the Ireland I grew up in, everybody was pretending to be spiritual. But now, like, and being spiritual back then meant going up for communion with a really serious face on just being really po-faced and serious. But you know, the new kind of a la carte religion, I don't know, it seems pretty po-faced too. I think the Taoists of old, weren't they more into like just getting drunk and laughing and stuff? Um, I could do that. Uh, need to research it a bit more, but I think that was the gist of it. Uh, I think that might have suited the Irish more than Roman Catholicism, perhaps, our temperament. Though, the fact we now blame everything on the Roman Church, I don't fully buy it. Let's not go further into that, though. Might get in a spot of bother. Plenty of blame to go around, and certainly plenty to go to the Roman Church, without a doubt. Absolutely. So, let's see, how are we doing time-wise? 54 minutes. And I noticed this whole video is 4.48. Yeah, probably my last day of, of his day five would just be 48 minutes. Or I could just, no, I like to stop on the hour. It's easier to keep track of where I am. So, good news. You got me for another five minutes, exactly. And uh, some complaints coming in about the scatological humor. Is it scatological when it's flatulence? It probably is. 
Um, so yeah, I think I've exhausted all the possibilities of... Uh, I must have a funny fart story. When I was on that course, someone told me a funny one. I think it involved her being in the swimming pool and, you know, air bubbles and stuff. But it's all about the situation though, isn't it? It's about the situation. We're in the situation room. Uh, da -da 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 this is Wolf Blitzer, breaking news. Kim Jong-un farts. <laughs> Kim Jong-un farts in meeting with Donald Trump. Don't go anywhere. Breaking news, breaking wind. <laughs> Let's go out front. <laughs> oh God, I'm easily amused. Let's go out front. So, I, she doesn't even say it like that. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm making her sound more sultry, I think. <sighs> Must check out if the others have catchphrases. But you couldn't see an Irish newsreader doing that. Just, oh, my phone has just fallen down my sweatpants again. And it's hovering at my ankle. So, there we go. It's still attached, still counting my steps, hopefully. And, um, where was I? Irish newsreaders? Well, here are the headlines. Now, let's go out front. Doesn't sound the same, really. Let's go out front. You kind of need to be American. They got that brash thing going on. They can pull it off. Oops. Okay, there's a bit of indigestion there. At least, uh, at least he's not keeping with in keeping with today's topic du jour. Um, I guess that's a good thing, really. So it's a nice sunny day out here. We got a Buen Camino. Hold that. Guy going the other way. Probably a local. Buenos dias, senor. Bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia, por favor. That's a great film. I think I haven't seen it in years. Pretty sure I liked it. Great name, isn't it? Straight out of the Bible, John the Baptist. Bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia. Uh, I hope that attempt at a Spanish or a Mexican accent it doesn't come across as insulting. It was my, it was an honest attempt at, by a bad actor, unprofessional actor, moi, at doing some sort of quasi-Spanish-Mexican accent. If anyone, if I've caused offence, I apologise. So BK is out of breath, and I am nearly out of time. Uh, let's go out front. So what have we got? What have we got? Oh, just like a minute and fifteen seconds. Okay, I can do that. Oh, BK is stopping. Maybe I should stop. Maybe this is a good time to stop. Yeah, let's just... Oh no, I want the treadmill to go around to 4.4. This is my neurosis. So, even though I wanted to stop, I was found myself unable to do so. So coming up to an hour on the treadmill, and let's see where we are on the video. 30 seconds on the video, okay. So, and I'm nearly gonna hit 4.4 kilometers here on the treadmill, that's nice. That's the way we like it. And BK is off again. Come on BK, you can do it. Let's go out front. Okay, so, uh, no talk of farting tomorrow. I might have to return to it at a future date due to popular demand. So, and um, we've just hit an hour. Okay, gotta go and work. Uh, buen Camino, God bless. Over and out, see you tomorrow.